right, welcome to Tuesday, May 12th, 2020, folks. Hope that you're having a good day. Uh, it's a little chilly here in Toronto, um, which is, I don't know why I keep talking about the weather, but it's obviously important to me. Uh, today, I asked my students what meaningful work is, and uh, this is in preparation for this Thursday's Zoom meeting. So if you haven't already, please check it out, and if you have, please come back. It's a fantastic meeting of educators and uh, ideas, so yeah, definitely follow me on Twitter if you if you need the details for that. Uh, we got a new cat tree today, so I'll be putting that up after I finish recording this, and um, I was thinking about maybe recording these on video and then putting them up on YouTube, you know, diversifying a little bit. I, uh, I read some books, I've been reading some books on podcasting, and uh, they're giving me ideas, I think. Anyway, today I've been thinking about just scrapping my entire program in favor of doing something more meaningful to students. And this is coming directly out of the conversations I was having with my students today. Uh, you know, for the most part, they were they were able to identify what they found valuable and what they didn't. And they were very clear about that. It took some of them a bit of work uh, to get up the nerve, or it took some of them a bit of time to work up the nerve to tell me what they don't like. But when, when once after some prompting, they definitely opened up a little bit. And I think this is an important topic to think about because students are the ones doing the real work. You know, they, they, they are the ones that this is for and they shouldn't be wasting their time so that we can meet our mandates. Uh, ideally, these, be, these would be aligned, but in the current situation, I'm not sure that they are, right? And it's, it's okay for us to change course if we do it thoughtfully. So I, I think this is an important topic to discuss and think about. So today I held 30-minute meetings with the groups of students. There were about six or seven students in each group. And then I asked them three questions. I said, what is meaningful work? How, me how meaningful has the work that we've been doing been? Uh, and why am I asking these questions now? So I recorded some of their answers on, the, on Google's Jamboard. I tried having them write in their own answers, but that just got too chaotic. And I, I should have learned from the past because I knew that was about to happen. And then... Yeah, so I recorded some of their, their ideas and then I, uh, I left it with them. So I asked them because of Thursday's meeting, as I, uh, as I pointed out earlier. No. At the end of all of the discussion, I asked the students to prepare something to discuss tomorrow. I, I asked them to think up a meaningful project. I explained that they'll have breakout sessions to discuss their ideas. I, I told them that there's going to be very little structure around, around this because... I don't really want them worrying about curriculum and things like that, that that's really my job and that, you know, we'll go over it together before they start putting anything together, you know, before they start on this meaningful work project that I'm calling it. Uh, I also put together a video which in which I outlined some of the highlights from the conversation so that maybe they can see, you know, that, that I did pay attention. I explained what I'm thinking for the project and then I use this podcast as an example actually about why I, I think this isn't it this is an interesting project to pursue and then uh, I left them with some things to think about for tomorrow's discussion so I think that most of the students were a little bit quiet for a good part of the discussion because it's a big one for them some of these questions are big for them you know um it's a lot, it's, it's, it's open-ended, and I think we as educators are struggling with it, so uh, it's only fair that students will get a little bit of time to think about it. Uh, you know, but after, like, like I was saying, after some prompting, it really got them talking, so that was great. I, I couldn't see all of their faces, but I want to believe that I could hear them thinking through their voices, you know, I, in, in the way that some people talk when they're thinking. Um, 
Yeah, and we'll find out tomorrow if the students are on board, but, you know, I'm hoping that they're excited by the idea. So, what I'm walking away with today is really that students are able to identify when we just give them busy work. And, you know, for the most part, they will do it because we ask them to do it. Uh, and they're not always willing to speak up. And this is something that needs to be taught or unlearned, you know. They need to... They need to let us know when things aren't right. We need to establish that sort of culture. And they should be free to tell us when something's not interesting or it's not sort of in line with what they're thinking. And more to the point, like, we need to be able to justify why we're teaching anything that we are. And, you know, me telling them that I won't be offended or upset if they say something isn't really enough. It, it, it's, it's a cultural thing that needs to happen in the classroom. And, uh, and, you know, now digitally or virtually in our virtual classrooms. So I, I would encourage you to ask your students what meaningful work means to them. But if you do, don't just sit on that information. Do something about it. Actually, you know, give them, let them know that you're listening to them. Give them that sense of agency that they have, that they have some control over their education and that, you know, the, what their ideas are, are important and meaningful. And, you know, you're going you're gonna to be responsive to that. And that does require some loosening of the reins and taking chances. But, you know, in the end, you, if things go awry, you can always revert back to something that's more established. But I, I think there's real value in taking, taking a, a good chance. That's really it for today. It's just sort of a, a wrap-up of what happened. Um, but I, I, think, I think this is an important discussion that I hope will continue. I know it's definitely going to continue... Uh, in my classroom, and hopefully a future podcast will will, uh, will outline some of the outcomes there. Anyway, um, before I get to today to, to today's question, I just want to remind you that I put a call out for contributors. So if you if you'd like to contribute an episode to this podcast, I'd I'd love to work with you. So please reach out to me uh, through Twitter or Instagram or the website there, and or you can leave a voice message on this podcast, and that'd be great. If you know, if you have feedback for me, I'd love to hear it. Uh, you know, yeah, because that's what this is about, right? It's about growth, and that the only way that can happen is, is if I know what, what needs to change or what's working well, or you know, things like that. So today's question is: I I often refer to teachers as cartographers who map out the curriculum. Um, do you think that's an accurate analogy? I won't say too much more about that. I'll just leave you with that, and uh, yeah. Thanks so much for listening today, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, folks.